Hey, this is Josh Jack here, the man who has given up on sex with psychological analyst B. Lion. Back at it again. We didn't do an episode last week, but we're back here. This is our most popular show out of the other 12 shows we do. I think the first episode of the show has over 2,000 views, but as I said, unfortunately, no feedback. Because people, maybe they're stunned. They're like, I don't even know what to say to this guy. What a pussy. Uh-huh. But either way, um, my ways have not changed, folks. I have, Of course, I am tempted, but uh, my hatred and my bitterness for people in general, especially women, has continued, and I uh, still I still go out. You know, I like to be around. Uh, actually, Friday night, I went to this bar, and uh, as I usually do, and it's different bars I go to. I try to go to different places. And I, I was, like, the only guy in this bar. There was, like, 12 girls. And I didn't do anything. I sat away from them. The old me would have sat as close as possible, hoping one of them would bump into me and I would talk to them. I just got me a drink. I sat down a couple feet away from them. And I just played with my phone like I was a queer. That's what I did. And in ways that you just feel like, now that, that you're not approaching, approaching you'd, you'd rather just, just not, not even be around girls? girls. No, I wouldn't be around. I wouldn't go out on a Friday or Saturday night because I wouldn't go to a bar if it was all guys. I want to be around them, but the weird thing is I just don't want to interact with them. Actually, I did make an approach Friday night only because I still do approach girls, but more, as I said, as a goof to make myself laugh. So this Asian bouncer who kind of, he helps me, but he also makes fun of me. He told me, like, hey, this this bar is pretty empty because of the parade on Thursday, last Thursday when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, I guess people weren't going out on Friday. They were very tired from partying all day, celebrating. So Friday night was pretty dead. So I'm out, and there was a group of Asian girls, and the bouncer said, you'd be the only guy. He was trying to talk to me. He was like, just go over and say hi. He's like, you'd be half as cool as any guy in this room. Every guy in this room just being a pussy. And I was drunk, so I went over, and I said, hey, you you ladies want to be in my dance crew? And they laughed. And uh, I I was just, I wasn't even trying to pick them up. I was just going for a laugh and then I walked away they didn't want to you know and he's like you got to follow up on that and I say I wasn't really trying to pick them up and he just made a face like yeah but he wasn't mad or anything he was just like frustrated so I will make an approach but it's always a goof it's like I don't make serious approaches anymore I'm tired of putting myself out there I just want to have fun and I feel more relaxed when I go out even though I do get frustrated I don't feel like a frustrated chode like I used to you know as far as you feel more, you're just going out and fun. Yeah, I try to like I want to make myself laugh more than anything and just have fun and I, I bust out. I want I like hanging out with other people because I let loose. I dance more and I bust out corny dance moves and stuff and it's just fun. I just want to. That's what I'm all about now. I, I just I don't know what it is. I feel like as I said before, this could be all in my head, but I don't think it is that. Maybe it's just a city that every woman just... I could be anywhere near... Even when I'm on the train or anything, I know this stuff happens. I look like a terrorist and a rapist, and they all just look at me with such disgust. I guess I am disgusted. And I and I just get mad. I'm just like, I fuck... Even at my work, unfortunately at my job, not in my department, the whole building is like 65, maybe 70% women. And they're mostly middle-aged, you know? And... Uh, I don't know. Throughout the whole day, I'm just like, oh, these cunts. I wish they were just good at life because, you know, they they were always throwing parties and, and just doing stuff, just dumb girl shit. And I'm just like, this isn't work related. And 
even if they're nice, they come in my office and they're nice. I'm just like, oh, you, I'm so angry. I don't know why. I just, I can't get over it. You're angry at them for being like just, just so much different because they're women. Is that what you're saying? Like, no, not like, so much different. Just, just it's not all of them. It's the ones who, you know, they they don't have a lot of work. I guess so. They just, you know, want to fucking. Uh, like I said, like they throw a party, which is fine, but then it's like they, they they could ask me for something simple, like, hey, I need you to lift this box for me, and it's like just dumb shit like that. And I'll lift it because it's my job, and I had them like, she could pick this box. I'm not a strong guy, so if I could pick this box up, she can, but she just wants me to do it because, hey, these dumb guys are later. I mean, that's how I think of it, just dumb shit like that. And I don't that, know. That makes sense, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You yeah. know, just because I'm a guy, I got to pick this up. And some of them, and some of them act like alpha alpha females, but then when it comes to that, they want guys to carry stuff. It's like, that's what I hate. It's like this whole, we can do anything men can do and everything, but then when it comes to shit like that, men still have to take out the trash. It's like, oh, guys do that. It's like, well, we're going to pay for the same job. Why can't she take out the trash, you know? Just dumb shit like that. And I don't know. At the post office, this light-skinned black bitch that works there she just treats everybody like shit not just me everybody and i had to deal with her today and i was so angry i wanted to stick my this pen i had in her fucking eyelids i was so angry i was just like you're such a cunt like you get paid twenty dollars an hour thousands of people apply for this job i don't know why they picked you i guess because firm of action and she's just a fucking cunt man just a miserable cunt i just hate people like that i hate people that get these good jobs and they don't even deserve it it's like you should be at mcdonald's shouldn't fuck what did she like what's that what does she do that frustrates you so much it doesn't like she doesn't even say hi it's like she opens up the window so because i pick up the mail i go to like the service window so you ring the little bell and they open up the top half and i say my company's name i go hey uh, and she doesn't even say hi. Like this one lady who's the usual lady. She's like sort of nice. She'll just say, hey, how you doing today? Or hi. She doesn't just say hi. She looks at me like I'm just stupid. She just looks at me like, and I go, hi, I'm from. And she just closes the door and makes a face like, thanks for nothing. And I'm like, she's not doing anything. Unless she's working. Then she gives me the mail. And then she had to give me more mail. And then she said, and I said, I thought it was my mail next. And she's like, no, not you, him. And she's just nasty all the and even the customers I hear her talking nasty. I'm just like, what, what the fuck, man? Like, why did they hire people like this? Like, I, I, she's probably the supervisor, so maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's just, I fuck. I'm the type of person like I, I won't go to this if I get treated like shit once at a fast food place. I don't care about who. I never go back there again. I don't complain to the manager. I don't go to court. I just don't go back. I'm just like, fuck that, man. And, uh, unfortunately, I have to do my job. And but she's not there every day, but she's so miserable looking. I was like, I, I, shit. Yeah, when you work with somebody, especially if they're a customer service type person, and you see them be, like, it's fine if you're miserable in life. That's still annoying, but it's not your job to be nice. But if you're doing stuff like that, where you're dealing with customers, or other people have to work with you, and you've got an attitude... I don't care what your life experience is. The fact, like, it's not other people's problem that you're in a shitty mood. It's not a fair thing to put people through. But that's what I was thinking. I was like, she obviously is having some problems at home. Maybe she's divorced. Because there are some women in my office, I could tell. Like, my, my main supervisor, she's nice at times. But there's also times when she says sexist shit about men. She's in her 60s, and I don't think she's married. 
because her name is uh, Miss something. It's not Mrs. And she would, like, say something like, oh, you met her terrible. You don't know how to move stuff. Like, she said it once, and I didn't get offended. I was like, okay, she's just making a joke, maybe. And then she said something again, like, I don't know what it is with you men, but you, you, you don't know. And I, said, and I actually said something. I said, hey, I take offense to that. And I was being serious. And she looked at me, and she was laughing. I said, no, really. I said, what? I said, uh, imagine if I said that about women. I said, well, what is this? And she kept going. She, she would just, every once in a while, say something like, oh, you men. Oh, man, I'm telling you men. You don't know. I don't know why I bother with you all the and then uh, the other two guys at work, I brought it up to them. He said, oh, man, she's always like that. She's like, she hates men. She's got a problem with men and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck her, man. Like, she's she's old and she can't find a man to stay. I mean, I don't know her situation. Maybe she found a man she loved and he died. I don't know. Maybe it's not her fault. But either way, I'm like, what is this shit? You know, imagine if I was a male boss and I was like, oh, you fucking women. Like, I would lose my job in a minute. But That's crazy. So she's your boss? Yeah, she's not mean, though. She's usually nice, but when she's in a bad mood, like when there's something uh, going on, or, or if we're moving stuff, like, you know, like we don't we don't know shit about accessories. We had to pack a Christmas tree a month ago, and we don't know shit about it. We just, we're Ben. We just want to throw this shit in a box, this giant tree. And, just, and she's like, you can't just stuff it in like that. Oh, man, you men, you don't know how to move stuff, man. You just want to, and uh, she kept saying stuff like that. We were just looking at each other like, what is with this bitch, man? Like, I think she just needs some dick in her old pussy hole maybe maybe that's uh something you need to do no 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 i'm gonna restore your faith in men <laughs> now i know this show's mainly about me and my patheticness but before you met your um girlfriend you uh you were you weren't single too long i guess before you met me you were you went to a prostitute we talked about that and uh and then I think after that, not too long, you met your girlfriend. I guess that was a fate of God. <laughs> that you, but did you feel hopeless, like really hopeless, like when you made some approaches? You were like, "Man, this is hard." Did you ever feel like I'm never gonna find anybody, or I'm never gonna get laid? Did you ever think that, or were you just like, "I'm still young and I got time," and you know all that stuff? Yes, I did. I felt like, um, yeah, I it. Seemed weird. It seemed like there was something against me. Whether it was like, like the weird thing is, like when I was when I was so shy that I couldn't even talk to girls at all. That's when I would get like some interest from girls. But then when I got older and I like actually sort of had some balls to talk to women, then suddenly they seemed not interested in me, and I felt like the world was playing. It kind of felt like the world was playing a trick on me, like. Oh, now that you actually feel like you can say something, these people don't don't like you. And I and I had a whole time separating the idea that one person wasn't into me versus like nobody being attracted to me. It's um, it's still a weird thing because even even though I have a girlfriend. I still feel like there's a certain amount of. I feel like she's the exception. Like she's the one person in the world who actually would, who actually likes me. I feel like, and I, I, I don't know that that's true. But do you? F I guess my curiosity for you then is, do you feel like you base your self-esteem on how interested uh, girls are in you? Well, no, it's not even just girls. It's like life in general. Like I said, my I live with my parents still, and when I move back with my parents. 
back when I was 28, that I felt like my life was over. At first, I felt fine. I was like, you know what? This is actually not bad. I'm in the basement now. I'm a little further away. And uh, I don't have to worry about strange guys going over my place when I was living with that girl. I was like, this is nice. But then after like a month or so of them treating me like shit and calling me names and yelling in my room and just bothering me. And it's it's like my the way my parents talk to me and, and, and treat me like a baby. And, and I feel stuck in life. That's a reason, too. It's not just girls. It's just in general. It's like these these pickup artist guys I talk to, they don't get it, you know, because some of them have their own place and their own life. They don't get it. It's like when you when you have something you feel like is sucking life out of you, it's like getting laid is not going to make me feel better, you know. It's like even if it would be great for a few minutes, but, like, then after that, I still have these problems. Um, So it's that. Right. So you understand that that's just part of, like, like that's one ingredient to being happy maybe, not the entirety. Whereas I thought I had this idea that getting laid – would fix everything. Yeah, I think like we all that's do. all. Because as a guy, that's especially when you're young, it's like that's all you're supposed to do. It's like, yeah, hang out with friends, that's important, but it's like, gotta get laid no matter what. You know, that's all that's on your mind. Gotta get laid, and then you base that on success as well. So you can be doing well in life if you're not, like, I don't want to drop this guy's name, but a friend of mine, uh, he told me that he's doing well in life he paid off his debt his college loads he paid off his car and he was in really he owed, he owed a lot of money in student debt and now he's saving up for like a house i think he owes a little bit credit card money but he's saving up he has a really good job but he still feels like a loser because he doesn't have a girlfriend so it's kind of like that it's like i mean or because he's not getting laid so you base everything on success with pussy and if you're not getting any pussy, you feel like, man, this this all means nothing. You know, like, who cares if I have friends? Who cares? I need to get laid, man. You know, it's just weird, that whole thing. As, as far as girls go, they don't have to work to get laid. So to them, it's just, uh, it's a it's a little important, but they, they know they can go on an app or something or just go online and get laid. It's not the same, you know, we go through. Yeah, it's it's a very strange thing. Um, when you've used like dating apps and stuff, was it almost always? Did it almost always have to be you to make the first move to say something? No, I got messages sometimes, and I got matches like the Bumble app. That's when they encourage the girls to message first. I got messaged first quite a bit, but. The problem is, is girls, they just want to, they go out with their friends and they just want to laugh and make fun of guys and, or just, you know, show each other messages and just, they're just bored, you know, they're just, it's just something to do with their friends when they're having their dumb sleepovers. It's not like most of them are not willing to meet a guy and I got rid of the apps about a month ago and I don't miss them. I don't even think about it. It was weird. It was like a chore. Like I would feel like, oh, I, especially when I got a job in the city, I was like, because when you're in the suburbs, you don't get a lot of of options it's the same girls but you go to the city it, it, it the pool opens you know lots more so you're like oh okay i gotta go so it felt like a job though like up oh, i gotta go on you know I, you know and, and then i didn't meet a single girl out there and then i realized they're looking for a good looking guy they're looking for a fucking eric andre with his dick hanging out they're looking for someone they can brag about you know <laughs> they're not looking for some regular slub like me they can be in a bar you know what I mean? Even the fat girls are looking for like something they 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 can't have. You know? 
The Aragon example is interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Well, did, do did you see the video of him and Hannibal Burris? Um, you could find it. They switch each other's phones and they fuck with girls on Tinder. So oh Hannibal, Hannibal takes Andre Eric's phone and Eric takes. So Eric takes Hannibal's phone. He messages this girl and he just writes ah like he's screaming, and he's just fucking around. And and then uh, Hannibal takes uh, Eric's phone and puts the matches to men and women. So he's getting matches from guys. And he's like, yes. hey, come over, man, and stuff. And he's like, hey, and he's just, they're just fucking with each other. But yeah, no, it's it's just stuff like that, you know. But I'm glad I'm off those sites. And I also deleted my Plenty of Fish, Don't Get Cupid. I, I've signed up for those sites off and on for years. Met some people, but I'm just glad. I mean, I hope I don't. I'm Eventually, I'm going to cave out of boredom to join again. I really hope I don't because it's just a waste of time. It's just, it's just girls are just angry, it seems. On these dated sites. And I don't know why. They got their ass to tit taken out. And they're angry. Like, don't say this. Don't say that. They give you a bunch of rules. And it's like, well, why are you on a website with your ass to tit taken out if you want a guy to take you seriously? Well, what, what kind, kind of, of stuff, stuff are they, they saying? saying like, don't, don't say this. Don't, don't say, say that. that. Like, they all say, don't talk to me about sex. Don't mess with me about sex. But they all look like they want sex in their pictures because they're trying to attract the guys. So they got their titties hanging out, ass hanging out. Just look very promiscuous, and then when you message them and say, "Hey, let's fuck," then they get mad. And it's like, but even when you're nice, that doesn't work either. Even if I say hi, that's bored. But if I say, "Hey, let's go to bed together," that's too much. So it's like, I guess you gotta find a middle ground. But even that, it's like no matter what you say, you're wrong. And that's what that's what it means about glad. What, what, what is this? What is just a thought? This is not. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying this works, works or doesn't. doesn't. Well, what, what if your intent was not to get something out of them, but just, just what, what what does this person want to hear, and and what would be a way that uh, she would see value in me? For example, say, like, well, I guess I is kind of trying to get something out of them. But what if, in, in other words, your intent was a more selfless intent, like, I just, I just want, want to connect, connect with a person, person, you know, and you're just like, hey, what's up? I see you like, have you ever, have you ever sent a message like, hey, I see you listen to blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, what, what makes you interested in country music or whatever? Yeah, I do that. Like I said, I don't always message them and say, hey, let's go fuck. But I'm saying I tried everything. I tried being nice. That doesn't work. And then I tried being bold. That's vulgar. That doesn't work. And then I also did the thing when you read their profile. And I go, just like you said, oh, hey, you like the, you like this? And that's what I'm saying. It's like they they just want what they want. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you say. If they're, it matters a little bit, but they're not interested. It doesn't matter. But I tried that, yeah. And I've got dates and stuff many years ago. But now as I'm older, I don't know. It's just, it seems like it's just harder. And I think it is because of my mental, the way I think. But I also think... There's something about it. I think it's, I blame it on the part of it on the whole hipster, liberal thing. It's just something. It seems like I wanted to bring up race because it's hard to talk about it with you. Not in the sense that you're just a white guy. Now there are girls out there who don't want to date white guys. So I'm not saying because you're white you can get any girl you want. But are you saying yeah? yeah go ahead. But what I'm saying is this is what I see now. Maybe this is what my brain wants to see. Especially at bar, I feel like white girls are very nice to black guys, like more nice. So they treat 
everybody like shit. Like I know some liberal white people, they treat everybody like shit, but black people, they're treat extra special. Like they treat white people like shit. Everybody likes shit, but then black people, they're out of their way nice to show them, hey, I'm not racist, I'm your buddy. I see that so many times, and in bars, and if I walk up to, like, two white girls, I could say, hey, how's your night going? And they'll look at each other like, oh, you know, get the fuck away from me. Then if a black guy walks up to them, it doesn't matter what he looks like. You know, he could just walk up and say the same thing, hey, what's up? And they're laugh and smile and go, oh, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, it's not always like that. It's not even just about white girls, but I feel like race matters too. And I feel like because of my mixed race, like I said, I look like they think I'm Arab looking or something. They maybe think I'm Arab or whatever it is. But I feel like I don't know what it is. It's, girls in general just treat me like she always thought. If I was fully white, maybe it would be better. Or if I was, I don't know, man. Like I just think it's a very liberal city in here in Philly. And uh seems like most girls just want a black guy now. Almost, but. I know this black really guy. If you say that to a black guy, they go, "No, I get." I remember girls, girls say to me all the time, "I don't like black guys." They deal with that too, because I remember I was watching a pickup video of a black guy, and he was getting this white girl number and stuff. Um, <laughs> some guy in the chat room, Michael Gilligan, black half is bad news. Very nice. Thank you for chiming in, sir. Feel free to hang out. Uh, so. Um, but yeah, but so I've had black guys tell me like, no, dude, that's not true. I, I one Indian girl told me, told a black guy one night I was with, he was like, she said I don't like black guys. Maybe she just said it to get away from. Him. So that they they face shit like that too. But I'm just saying that as far as what I see, I go, it just seems like there's so many white girls with black guys now, and I'm not saying that a white girl can't just like a black guy. Like if she's with him, oh, she must be mad at her father, or oh, she's. But it does seem like some of these girls are dating them for some sort of liberal stance. You know what I mean? Like, I guess Trump reminds them of their father, and they just want the uh, BBC to get back at their. Uh... <laughs> now, now, do, do you, you find it? it uh, okay, okay, let me ask you this: Do you, do you are, are you attracted, attracted to girls who have a similar, similar look, similar racially to yourself? No, I don't care about uh, race. At all. No, I don't not care. that you don't, don't care, care, but I'm, I'm saying, do, are, uh, I, guess I guess what I'm saying is, do you find that that's an issue with girls who aren't white? That they're still, like, either, like, into black guys or white guys? Uh, I don't understand the question. It's my fault. I was. What I'm saying is, do you find that whether it's white girls, black girls, Hispanic girls, they're all gravitating towards either, you know, Pure white guys or black guys, and not really a racially in between type of person, I guess you could call it, uh, as yeah. yourself. Yeah, so I feel that, uh, as far as what I see in the city, that Spanish girls mostly stick to Spanish guys, Asian girls stick to Asian guys, but they also date white guys too. I never see Asian girls with Spanish guys or black. I, I see Asian, Asian girls with black guys once in a while. But as far as white girls go, that's why I was bringing it up. Um, I see, I've been seeing this for like the last two years. It's kind of funny. That stereotype of uh, black guys getting like the really fat, ugly white girls, it was true for a while. But I got to say, over the last two years or so, I've seen black guys with like some really hot white girls. And this is also something else I've been seeing. I've been seeing like a group of college kids. It would be like one black guy with like five white girls. Or like one black guy with like, not to say he's with all of them. He's probably just maybe he's dating one of them. But I've been seeing it, and I don't know what it is. But I feel like, and I'm about to guess. I know people are like, hey, man, 
let people, you know, date who they want. I'm like, I'm not stopping it. I don't care. I watch fucking interracial porn. I don't give a shit what people do. But I just feel like it, you know, it, it, they're not to say they're treating me bad, but that same girl, if I was saying hi to her, if, if I'm not black or something, they would just treat me like shit. And I think that it's about respect. That's my whole point. That's why I feel like I stopped approaching, not just getting laid as hard, but over respect. They go, they don't seem like they respect me as a person. Forget about it, even as a man. And I go, forget this shit. And it's not, it's not all about race, but I feel like a part of it is that. Like I said, like they don't know what I am, and maybe if I was like fully white, maybe it would help, maybe it wouldn't. But, uh, I don't know, man. I got my my uh my wacky thoughts. No, I mean it's interesting. Have you ever thought about having like a I don't know, maybe this it would seem creepy or something, but having like a camera set up of some kind. Not that you would do anything perverted or anything, but that you could watch it later and be like, Oh, I didn't notice this facial expression on the girl or you know, she was reacting in a different way. Like, for example, like I said before, when I'm doing this show, sometimes there's things that you say or things that Bill says that in the moment I won't, I will misinterpret. And then later on when I'm listening, I'm like, oh, I get it. And, and I'm wondering if, do you think sometimes maybe in the moment, I'm not sure, you know, if you still get nervous around girls or what, but do you think there are sometimes where in the moment maybe it's so intense that you misinterpret it because you want it to go well. Yeah, that could be it. And I try to film my approaches. I have one where I used to wear cunt over and over, but that was for comedy purposes. And I got the right. number. But yeah, I thought I wanted to get feedback, video feedback. But yeah, I think, like I said, it's not always about race or look. Sometimes, yeah, it could be I, I said something weird. I'm making a joke. I weirded them out. Sure. But I'm saying that as far as just respect goes, I feel like um, women are just angry for some reason. Not all, but most. And I'm like, why? They don't have to approach anybody. They don't have to do anything. And then I'm doing all this work. And at the end of the day, it's still like, well, you need to work all this. You can't say this. You can't do that. I'm like, forget it. You know, it's like, I'm just not good enough. And it's like, I'm actually fine with it. It's been years. I've just learned to accept it. It's not a big deal. It's not the biggest thing in my life right now. I'm actually fine with it. I feel like I'm just... uh, um, this guy Michael Gilligan said you guys sound like bitches well why don't you call in to the show sir at the middle number 484-200-5186 and why don't you talk like a man why don't you tell yeah, us what we should be doing what you talking about come on we're like such bitches, bitches. Why don't you, well, let's be the alpha male doggy and let's get it cracking yeah let's hear from a real man about let's how hear to from talk the to alpha. Him. come on or is your mother there in the room with you you 13 year old fuck and you can't call in <laughs> this is Josh you know Jack you're talking to. I'm a fucking comedy legend. You know who the fuck I am? You're on my fucking channel, douchebag. Now call in right now. Uh, 484-200-5816. Is it 5816 or 518? <laughs> yeah, 5186. 5186. Yeah. 484-200-5186. Yeah, he knows. It's right there in the middle. He sees it. All I right. got you. Well maybe, well, maybe I do sound like a biatch, if you would say, but listen, I... I'm tired of these hoes walking all over me, sir. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to stand for it. I'm going to spend more time doing videos that won't get views. Now leave me alone. I'd really like to know what this guy's talking about because I have no fucking idea. 
But uh, do you think that if you were traveling the country as a comic, you'd still have a hard time getting laid? That's what I want to do. I want to. I want to travel so I can see what the bitches are like. I want to write blogs and try to help other guys out, and I want to do comedy as well, and I want to see the world. So, so yeah. it's all about money, man. A lot of this stuff is all about money. Are you now? I know this is a this is sort of a performing arts question, but I'm just curious. Uh, since we're talking about like the idea of you traveling the country, do you feel like if you had the money to travel now, how many minutes of material, if you had to say feature, or if you get to the point of headlining, how many minutes of material would you say you think you have? Well, I mean, I have hours of stuff, but unfortunately, I never put things together, so I don't know. I don't. I know. I I've, the most I've ever done was 16 minutes or something like that and uh so i know i can do at least 20 and if i put my mind to it i can do at least a half an hour so i can definitely feature i'm not ready okay. to headline but i can definitely feature and do you still uh do, do you do show do you try to get on shows say at like the cabaret no um, i mean I, as far as the cabaret goes i mean i i started that when i first started out i mean it, my material doesn't fit in there even if i clean it up you know, it's like it's a college. Oh, the guy left the room. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. People, they don't want to make the show better. It's like call in, man. I mean, because I guess because I challenged him. That's why I left. Call in, man. Bitch. Yeah. Sound like you're a bitch. Like I said, he. I guarantee he's 13 years old. He's on my YouTube, and uh, he's probably gonna unsubscribe for me now. Oh, I lost another subscriber who never listened to my stuff. Sad. Uh, but yeah, no, the cabaret shows were cool. I mean, it's good stage time, but it's like. You know, if they want to hear someone. This is this isn't a knock. I love Ed McGonagall. Someone like Ed McGonagall who does like topical jokes, Tonight Show type jokes, or a comedian who talks about their wife and kids, relationship type jokes. They don't want to hear a guy like me talk about my cunt spewing, raping comedy <laughs> that some sick people <laughs> enjoy. But do we have anything else for the give it up on sex? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how long you want this episode to be. I, I have a handful of questions here. Oh, let's do it then, because you know, on your show, you were talking about how you like to let things flow. You know, I don't want to bore. <laughs> I don't want to bore you with my with my style of uh, you know sticking to a script. So please, sir, ask away. All right. Uh, so. You were talking about something on your podcast recently, and I think you were even talking about it today as well on this show. Uh, you were talking about something called self amusement, and what is that? Is that something that is that a pickup term? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's not funny what you said. It's just funny because you nailed it. It is a pickup term. Um, yeah, so self amusement is pretty much, and this is something I've always been doing. I just never knew the term. It's pretty much making yourself laugh. So guys go out, whether it's to get laid or have fun, and there's this pressure. I got to get laid. I got to approach girls. I got to be the man. So when you make yourself laugh, you're just goofing off. You don't give a fuck. You're just having fun. You're trying to just be. You're meeting people. So you make yourself laugh to make yourself smile to get yourself in a good mood instead of just being like some guys who just stand around look like they want to fight somebody. So that's... Is that something that you do whether you're trying to get laid or not? You just, like, you'll go out and just, you know, for the sake of having fun? Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of my personality anyways. I'm always trying to, yeah, you know, laugh and have fun and make people laugh, especially at nighttime, you know. Um, it's just a great – people are drunk, so 
I don't approach random people like I used to when I was doing a pickup thing. I would approach groups, and I would talk to everybody. Now so much. Only if I'm in the mood or something, I'll talk to some random people. But yeah, man, uh, yeah, self-amusement is something I always try to do wherever I go. Even at work. Differently, you know, be professional. Can't do a gang. And what do you do? Are there things you do as part of self-amusement? You know, it's the same thing like I said. I'm pretty fake. Look in the mirror. No, I mean, uh, it's just talking to me. I've I seen you do it too. Like we're, when you're at the Crooked Eye Brewery, like, you know, like people are smoking or something. You would go over and just say a joke or something. It could be, it's anything. It's like I, I try to give myself a line, uh, like I make up, like a pickup uh. line or just a random line. And if I think of it, I'll say it to somebody all night. I'm trying to think of an example. I think uh, one night I came up with this lame line. Of have you ever wished upon a shooting star? And I would say that <laughs> I would say that to a girl, and they would go no, and I go I have, and they would actually stop. They were kind of like interested, and they were like oh really? And I go yeah. They go what happened? I go it didn't come true or something. And then I would say it to a random guy like hey I just said that to the girl, and then he would laugh. And go, oh that's cool man. And I would just do that all night if if I was drunk enough and in the mood, and I just just making myself laugh and just talking to people, and it was it was cool. But some nights I don't talk to anybody. I'll go the whole night without – because I go up by myself too. And it's not hard. I'm used to it. But some nights I'm just like – I'm just uh, used to being alone. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to stand around and just blend in with the in crowd. And you, you really don't like talking to guys. Like you just – you feel like it's pointless? Talking to guys, you said? Yeah. No, I talk to guys too. I mean, where it's like if your goal going out isn't to get laid, why do you feel so averse to talking to guys? I just said I did. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I was actually thinking about this a while ago. This guy who was traveling from uh, somewhere—I think he was from Antarctica. This light skinned black guy. He, it was—it was so weird. He—he he, he came to the cabaret a year ago or so to see the show, and then I went out Saturday night. He was out in Old City, and I was doing my sober commentary, and I—I I, I started talking. I said, "Hey, I was one of the comedians at the cabaret." So we got in a cab together, and we went to this after party spot. And he said, "You know, man, one of the things I realized about Philly is the guys are really cool, but the girls are stuck up." And I said, "Well, yeah, I feel the same way. Not there's douchebags, but most guys are cool." So two Fridays ago, or three Fridays ago, these random Mexican guys, they were traveling from Texas. They're, they're, long story short, they played this thing called foot golf. It's pretty much like soccer, but they kick a ball into a hole. They were traveling, so they may be part of their group. They gave me a, a armband, and they said, hey, man, you can't lose this armband. You're part of our group. They called me Alan. I don't know why. They said that's that's their captain's name, but he's not here. So, you know, Alan. <laughs> so they bought me six beers and two shots the whole night. And they they got me really drunk, and they were like, Alan, Alan. They were approaching girls for me and stuff. And then when I was hanging out with them, I was meeting other guys too. And the whole night I was thinking, I'm getting along with every guy in this bar, but every girl in this bar is just a stuck-up cut. And then I thought about what that guy said, and I said, it's true. It's like it's easier to meet guys and you know be cool with guys than girls. They have a chip on their shoulder. What's that? They just <laughs> going out because they know guys want to fuck them. And I guess, you know, I understand that. They have to kind of have that shield up, but they're just, you know, mean to me. I feel like they're just mean and just not nice. And then, you know, not all guys. There's douchebag guys who push people and just do dumb shit, but 
good about it, guys, you can easily just say anything and they're be cool with you. So I do, yeah. I do talk to guys. And actually, I told you, I hang out with these random pickup guys by accident. I run into one and then he'll invite me to hang out with his friends and I'm hanging out with all these dudes and we're talking and stuff. I, I hang out with, I'm around dudes all the time. I do comedy. That's all guys. I, I'm around guys all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I brought that up because I thought a minute ago you were telling me, like, you don't like to go to bars if there's guys there, like, you try to. Well, yeah, because I I am going out to have fun, but I do want to be around, you know, some girls. I mean, I would be lying if I said that, but I don't want to approach them, though. It's more like I like to look at them. I like to be around them. I'm still, I still consider myself a straight guy, because that's hard to believe. But (laughs) I just uh, don't care to talk to them, interact with them, or give them attention. But I wouldn't go to a bar if it's all guys because I would feel kind of like uh, gay because the guys are going out for girls anyways. So if they're there, I could still meet guys around the girls. And as you said before, I don't have a problem with gay people, but, you know, I'm not interested in going out and hanging out with gay guys. Well, didn't you say you went to gay clubs to pick up girls? I went No, I went to uh, I got this is years ago. Memorial Day. Sunday night before Monday or something, four years ago, I was in this bar, and I held it. I moved the table out the way for this girl, and she thought I was nice. So she started talking to me. She's like, are you by yourself? And she felt bad for me. And I said, I'm going to go head home. She's like, no, hang out with me and my friends. They were all from New Brunswick or something. So I hung out with them, and they invited me to Woody's. So we walked from Old City to Woody's, which is like about a 20-minute walk. And then we went inside. So I went to a game club once on a Sunday night. And it wasn't, there was hardly no girls there. Everyone was like, oh, go to a gay bar. You can meet lots of girls. It was just trannies, gay guys, and like two or three girls. And that's it. So why did those girls invite you there? What's that? Of all the bars to go to, why did they invite you to go there? That, I guess they the girls wanted to go. And uh, it was like two couples and another girl and a guy. And like, it was it was kind of a waste of a night in a sense. But it was an adventure. You know, like I said, random people will invite me to hang out with their friends, and I will go just for the adventure, just for the story. Now, do you ever say to people, hey, you know, we should... Did you ever try to get somebody's number just to hang out as friends? No, it's a mutual thing. And uh, matter of fact, this one guy asked me for my number, or when, uh, I met him through these other guys, and then we never... we both It was mutual. We both never texted each other. And he, mm-hmm. it was weird. He was saying, he was saying something like, I feel like you're like me, man. I feel like we're the same guy. <laughs> we both never text. Yeah. I guess we both were the same guy because we never texted each other. So he was right. So why didn't you ever text him? Because I, I didn't, I didn't really feel like he was like he was cool, but it was for the night. And I was hanging out with these pickup guys, and uh, it was weird. I, I was hanging out with this guy for the first time. He brought this other guy. The other guy approached these two girls at him. So the two guys were talking to the two girls. I said, he, he asked me to sit down. He said, hey, man, I'm not trying to be rude, but your boys over there, they can talk to these girls a bit. He said, they're my friends, but they're not going to get any. Just let you know. And I said, okay, that's cool. I don't care. And then the one girl was into the one guy. And I said, hey, I thought you said he, he was going to get any. She's into him. He's like, yeah, she's pretty much a slut. She's my best friend, but she'll spread her pussy for anybody. And what? then uh, – we were talking and stuff, and he was. Like, I was like, I'm just going to meet some other people. He was like, you talk to other people? He was like, he, he seemed what was kind of gay. He was a nice guy. I don't think he was gay, but he had like this really like upbeat, almost too flamboyant type personality. And I was like, yeah, we can meet some people. He was like, come on, let's go. I want to meet some people. So he's all, he's following me around the bar. So I go, okay, let's talk to those two girls over there. And this is really weird. He ran 
<laughs> from across the bar and jumped into the seat. He jumped what? into the seat. <laughs> I was just oh, like, are these girls sitting? He just jumped into a seat over at their table? <laughs> he across on them. And I remember I wanted to walk away. And I was like, oh. And I just sat down because I didn't, you know. And we were talking to them. And then uh, they left. And then we we're, we we're meeting other people. And then he was like, this guy right here, man, he's just like me. I feel like I met my twin, man. Yeah. Uh, you never met this comedian, Fenris, before? Uh, I can't explain his personality. It's it's I don't know, but he had a, like a this this u- ukulele player who does offensive songs. He uh, he kind of had that type of personality. I can't explain it. And then uh, he asked me for my number, and uh, we never texted each other. I didn't text him. He didn't was text he like me. that clingy guy? Like yo, we should hang out all the time no. after just meeting you. No, but he was just like he, he went to I forgot what college he went to. He went to Villanova, and uh, at the time I was working for St. Joe's. And uh, he was like, "Oh, that's my rival." And I said, "Well, I don't work for the. I work for the mailroom." He's like, "Oh," and uh, he invited me to a party the next day, a laser te- some sort of laser party. And I didn't go, and maybe that's why I didn't text him. But I mean, he was a cool guy, but he didn't text me either. Yeah, no, that's interesting. All right. um, uh, do you have anything else? Because I uh, we have. I do, but we can wrap this up. Oh, we can, uh, we can much- answer some more. Some how, more questions next week. Well, how much more questions do you have? Uh, eight or nine or ten, maybe <laughs> thirty. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, so you wrote these all down today, or are you just coming up with this? I'm trying to remember if I wrote them down. Let's say Monday. Yeah, I guess I worked on these earlier. All right. So yeah, let's save it for another time. I try to put some prep into the show. It's not. That's not good. consistent every week, but I'm, work, I'm trying to. Um, yeah, let's, let's save it for another time because we have to make up another episode, I guess, of this to catch up, whatever. So, yeah. All right. So this has been Giving Up on Sex. And, uh, email us at TLND Show, TLND Show at Outlook.com. If you, uh, have any, uh, if you want to tell us we sound like bitches, hey, you want to be a man, come on this show and call in. You teach us. I'll listen. You know, certain mm-hmm. people backed out of that. But you go find the show on YouTube, iTunes, subscribe. You know, any topics, feel free. This has been Give It Up on Sex forever. <laughs>